Good morning, Help Club for Moms. My name is Deb, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys. It is the Christmas season, and we have just a few days to Christmas. Lord, can you guys believe it? How close it is to Christmas? And I have a really, really great tip to share with you guys today. And I would even say it's probably the best Christmas tip ever. And you might be like, well, what on earth would the best Christmas tip ever be? Well, I'm going to tell you in just a couple minutes. But as you guys are coming on, I would love for you to tell me uh, how we can pray for you because we're going to pray for each other to have a great Christmas. We're going to pray for each other uh, to have a great December. And so tell me how we can pray for you. And uh, we're going to be praying for you at the end of today's video. And then also, I have a couple of announcements. We have got a new study that starts January 31st, January 31st, and it's called The Wise Woman Grows. You guys, it's a phenomenal book. It is so good, and it's all about growing in Christ. It has a lot about marriage. It has a love your husband section uh, for two weeks where we're going through devotions and learning about loving our husbands. It has a spiritually healthy parenting section, which is beautiful, written by Michelle Anthony, who wrote uh, this. What is it? She wrote a lot of spiritually healthy books, but she, I think she wrote the spiritually healthy family and spiritual, spiritual parenting. So she has written devotions in our book. And then there's also a love your husband challenge in this book, you guys, and it's phenomenal. And of course, Lent, we always go through whatever season that we're in. And we're always encouraging each other to stay close to the Lord. And so this book will take you all the way through Lent. And it's a section called Walking with John, which is we're going to be reading the book of John during Lent just to keep your heart focused on the Lord. And that's what's so important is keeping our heart focused on the Lord during uh, Easter time. And so we're going to start that January 31st. It's already available on Amazon. We're going to be talking about it very soon. And then also share the video. And hi, Janine. I'm glad to see you. Share the video, and then I want to hear a prayer request. How can we pray for you today? Uh, let's see. What's the next thing? Oh, retreat. <laughs> you guys, I want you to all come to our retreat. It's going to be so good. We only have 125 spots. And so please, whenever we start promoting this in January and get the link out uh, to you guys to be able to register, please register because we want you all to come. And we live near a big city, near Denver, so it's cheaper to fly into Denver, I think. I think it's really cheap compared to other cities, and uh, it's only about an hour away from Denver. That's the, re the retreat area, okay? All right, so I want, uh, I'm going to start us off with praying. Oh, hi, Allie. Good to see you. Okay. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, for Christmas. Thank you for this time that we get to encourage one another. And Lord, you know that we're all busy moms. We're all very busy. We're all probably feeling a little stressed. And Lord, we need you. We need you more than anything else, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come into this time. Bring us peace. Jesus, you're the Prince of Peace. Bring us your peace. We need you so much. Lord, I pray that you would speak through me today, that you would bring whoever needs to hear the video or the podcast um, to the video or the podcast. And I pray, God, that you would be glorified today and that all of us would learn something today we'd remember for the rest of our lives. And uh, Lord, we just commit this time to you. Come Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so hello, Clarissa. Good to see you. Hi, Cindy. All right, 
So hello, I want to say hello to our podcast listeners. And guys, if you have a prayer request, please send your prayer request to admin at helpclubformoms.com. We love to pray for you and we definitely pray for you. We pray for you all the time. We pray for all of our moms who follow Help Club. We pray for your marriages. We pray for your families. We pray for you to encounter the Lord as you go through our studies. And so you are definitely covered in prayer as part of the Help Club community. But if you need a personal prayer, please email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. Okay. All right. So let's get into this. Now, it's not going to be what you think, all right? Uh, this best Christmas tip ever. It is going to be a little different, or for some people, it might just be a no-brainer. It'd be like, yeah, Deb, I, I know that, right? But what I'm going to tell you is definitely life-changing, and it will help your Christmas to be better. It will help your family's Christmas to be better. It will help you in the future. You know, guys, remember what you invest today or what you sow today, you reap tomorrow. And if you are sowing seeds of goodness and faithfulness and kindness and honor, you're going to reap those seeds later on in your life when you're my age. I'm, I'll be 56 this year in February. I cannot believe I'll be 56. It has gone by like that. And, uh, you know, guys, um, it's really important what type of seeds that we sow. So I'm going to tell you this one tip and I'm going to, it goes into more detail, uh, in our Bible study for this week called whose birthday are we celebrating? But I have a tip that goes along with that. That's not in the devotion for this week. But so the tip is to remember that it's not your birthday. It's not our birthday. It's not your kid's birthday. It's not your birthday. It's Jesus's birthday. And that it, okay. So I do not have this all figured out. I still, I have fighting the flesh, <laughs> even in the power of the Holy Spirit is really hard because our flesh wants what our flesh wants, doesn't it? It's, it's tough. We have selfishness. We have rejection issues. We have hurts and wounds. And that pride, you know, being prideful really gets in the way of our joy. And so I really want to go, I want to unpack this for you, but I have a practical idea for you that could really bless you. And you could reap really great seeds in your life when you're my age. Because remember guys, nothing goes unnoticed by God. Nothing goes unnoticed. He sees you. He sees how hard you're working. He sees the things that you've done. Like I'm sure a lot of you guys, as you listen to this video, you're like, Deb, yeah, I've been working on this. I've been doing this. And guess what? God sees you. He sees me, all of us, when we are trying to honor him. And so the very best tip is to remember it's not your birthday. But today, what I want to talk to you about is becoming a repairer of the breach and ask God to help you do this. A repairer of the breach breach, B-R-E-A-C-H. Okay. So what this means is it's from Isaiah and, um, it is from, oh gosh, I have the wrong Bible. Hold on guys. One second. One second. Let me get my Bible. <laughs> Sorry about that. And share the video with your friends. If you're just now coming on, share the video with your friends and leave us a prayer request. Okay. While I'm doing this, leave us prayer requests. Okay. Isaiah 58. And you guys, a lot of us know Isaiah 58. We're 
talks about, you know, what God accepts as good, right? It talks about looking after widows and orphans and their, you know, and their um, distress and talks about um, loosening the cords of injustice. You know, it talks about um, the good things that God wants us to do, right? But not very many of us have read um, verse 12. And it's, it's Isaiah 58, verse 12. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorers of streets with dwellings. Repairers of broken walls, restorers of streets with dwellings. And in the Old King James, it says you will be called a repairer of the breach. And what is a breach? And what does that mean? Like, how does that have anything to do with our family? But I know in a lot of our families, right, in a lot of our uh, extended family are with our parents or with our siblings, you know, a lot of you guys are going to see your parents over Christmas or you're going to see your siblings or your in-laws. And guys, a lot of times breaches happen in our families and breach is when there's a hole in the wall. And I don't mean like a wall, like a boundary. I mean, like a wall, like, like something that protects your family. You know, the wall would be something good. You know, the, 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 in the old, in the old times, they would have fortified cities with walls around their cities to protect them. And the wall that I'm talking about that could be breached in your family is something in your own family that has breached, uh, the harmony and the love in your family. And back in the old times, if a wall was breached, sheep could get out, animals could get out, enemies could come in, right? How many of us have had attacks on our families from the enemy? And there's a hole in our family. There's a hole in all of our hearts because relationships aren't right. Because maybe your parents' hearts are broken. Maybe your heart is broken. Maybe you're the one that's experiencing the breach. Or maybe a sibling and your parents or your in-laws are experiencing a breach. Guys, I'm telling you, if you ask the Lord to help you to become a repairer of of the breach in your family, He will bless you. He will bless you. And you don't always see results right away, right? Maybe you're someone who has been hurt in your family and maybe you have to forgive. Guys, when you choose to forgive, when you choose to obey God, when you choose to love people, even if they've hurt you, guess who sees it? God sees it, okay? And so if you're the one that's had the breach, I'm just saying, ask God to help you to forgive, and if you need to, to uh, ask forgiveness, ask God to help you do that, to humble yourselves and seek forgiveness. Guys, forgiveness is not easy. It's not. It's, it's humbling yourself, right? But do you remember what God says? God gives grace to the humble. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Guys, you don't want God opposing you and uh, you want God to give you grace. And so humbling yourself and going to that person even before Christmas, and just saying, I am sorry for this misunderstanding. And if you know, like, say you're like my age, and I know down through the the years, our kids have dated people, and they've had, maybe some of them have had uh, breaches in their own family with their parents. And I always try to encourage them to see the good in their parents, to try to work things out in their own families. You know, I I just tried to do that as much as I could. I've never been perfect, but I think that there's value in that. 
Uh, if you're an older mom and maybe you're, you have a, an in-law or, or someone, a child that's come into your family, but they have a hard relationship with their family, you know, encouraging them to be, uh, to forgive their family and to not put up boundaries like, oh, I don't want to see them or, oh, I'm not going to let them into my life or share the kids. Guys, that's not good. That's not good. I'm telling you. Oh, man, think about it. You guys, there's so much in scripture about honoring your father and mother. You know, it talks about people that curse their family, that his lamp will be snuffed out in darkness. Okay. That's, that doesn't sound very good. Does it like the word is very strong about parents and the way that we honor our parents and our families. And so we're always constantly doing that, right? Every generation is constantly, God is asking that generation to honor the generation that came before. And so you know what the word says? It says, honor your father and mother so that all will go well with you and you will live a long life on the earth. Ah, and you know what the apostle Paul said? This is the first commandment with a promise. I mean, it's a promise that all will go well with you and you will live a long life on the earth. Will you have a perfect life? No, but don't you want things to go well with you? Don't you want to live a long life on the earth? For some reason, God has has said that those two are connected. When we honor our parents, we live a long life on the earth and things go well with us. We don't want to mess with that commandment, right? I mean, there's so much grace. Jesus is so good. All that other stuff. He, he repairs things. He gives us grace when we make mistakes. But I'm going to tell you, the more that you can honor your parents and let share your kids with your parents, you know, and if your parents aren't safe, go and, I, I, you know, ask God, he'll tell you, like, it might be like going with your children. You know, if your parent, you can't just like leave your kids with your parents or something. Maybe they're not safe. Maybe they're drinking. I mean, the word doesn't say honor your father and mother if they're healthy, if they're godly. It doesn't say that. It just says honor your father and mother so that all will go well with you and you'll live a long life on the earth. There's no exceptions to that, right? It just says it. And so um, anyway, I just, I really feel that I wanted to talk to you about that today. And so as you're thinking about this, as you're thinking about the fact, okay, Jesus, it's not my birthday. Okay. Well, my brother and my parents have had a really hard go of it, but, but you haven't said anything to your brother or you haven't said anything to your parents. If they've been hard on your brother or something, maybe now's the time to really pray and pray and ask the Lord to mend that wall, to bring reconciliation into your family, you know, to go to your brother and say, you know what, mom and dad love you. And, and it's not right that this argument or hurt is coming in between our family. Or you might go to your parents and say, you know what, mom and dad, it's not right that you're being mad and distant and putting up walls or being so demanding. I mean, guys, we can be a repairer of the breach. We can be people of God who are peacemakers, right? Remember, we wear part of the gospel that is the shoes of peace. And it's part of our job to walk in those shoes and carry the peace of Christ in our families. You know, when my kids were growing up, (laughs) it was nuts because we never had a Christmas at our house ever, ever. And because this is what we did, because um, my dad who's passed away now, but there's so much brokenness in my family. Unless we went to go see my dad, the other family members would not go see him. Okay. My sister would, but it was just a lot of brokenness in my family. And so what we did was this, we would drive to see my in-laws like 14 and a half, 15 hours. We would do Christmas the weekend before we weekend before Christmas. So our own Christmas, we tried to make it very special. We would have our own fun traditions. 
the week before Christmas, right? And then we would take off, we would drive to Illinois, and we would go spend Christmas Eve with my husband's family. And it was beautiful. We'd have several days before Christmas Eve to spend together as a family. And then we would get on a plane on Christmas Day to go see my dad in Texas. And uh, so we went and saw my dad. And then my sit, my family would come see him. And it was always so special. But you know what? My dad was old. And he did not, like, sometimes he put up a Christmas tree. Sometimes he didn't. You know, my dad was tired. My, my stepmom was tired. And so they'd pick us up at the airport. And then they'd go to sleep. They would come back and take a nap on Christmas Day. And my daughter was like, Mom, <laughs> it's Christmas Day. Why are we, why are we here? Like, so she, well, she didn't say it like that. She would never say that because she understood it. What she said was, there's no Christmas tree, Mom. And, and they're sleeping. And I want to have Christmas. That's what she said. Because my daughter always loved her grandparents and was so good about that. But I, we would always say to our kids, it's not your birthday. It's not Jesus's birthday. It's Jesus. I'm sorry. That was a blurb. That was a mistake. <laughs> My brain is busy today. It's not, I would tell, we would tell our kids, it's not your birthday. It's Jesus's birthday. That's what we would say. And so that's just my little tip today. And then I have some other things to tell you about that go along with this, but here are some ways. And I covered this in our Bible study that's coming up this week. And it's also coming up on the podcast, but it's called whose birthday are we celebrating? But I just want to tell you some other little tips that might help you uh, this Christmas season to really, really remember the Lord. And uh, hi, Jennifer. Hi, Zemina and Mary Jo. It's so good to see you guys. Um, don't forget your prayer requests, okay? Okay, so this is another way that we can have a really great Christmas, okay? So remembering it's Jesus's birthday and how would he want us to spend his birthday, right? He would want to spend time with us, right? It's just like your children. When you were thinking about your children, when they're, you know, when you, when you have your children in your home and you think about them and you think, okay, how would my kids want their birthday celebrated? Oh, they'd love like one year when my daughter was 10, we had a scuba diving birthday party at a local scuba diving center. And none of the other kids would put on a scuba diving tank, but they could, but my daughter did. She was 10. And it was such a good time, but that's what she loved, right? She grew up and we went scuba diving together as a family. But um, but how would Jesus want his birthday celebrated? Since he's the birthday, not birthday boy, but you know what I'm saying? Like we think about it. We think about him during December. How would he want it celebrated? And so these are some ways he would want to spend time with you. Number one, he would want you to be in the word. He would want you to be talking to him and praying and praying for your families. He would want you to be a repairer of the breach, which is what we just talked about. Uh, he would want you to um, read the Bible. He would want just to talk to him and say, Jesus, I love you. Thank you for Christmas. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for coming from heaven and and just coming down and living as a poor. Uh, he, he was in the most humble of homes. He was born to a single mom. Oh, my goodness, you guys. There's this, this ministry that I see their videos on YouTube. And every time I see them, I cry. And it says it's called... Um, uh, he gets us. He gets us. And it's all about like Jesus was born to a teen mom. He was. And, it, it, you know, we're just talking to him saying, Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for coming to earth and, and reading his word and telling him you love his word and even asking him, Jesus, what do you have for me this December? What do you have for me this December? How do, what do you think about Christmas? You know, you guys, you can ask Jesus questions and you have the Holy Spirit inside of you and he will answer and sometimes he'll, you'll just feel like words or something like that, but sometimes he'll just tell you, right? As you're learning how to hear God's voice, you'll hear words like joy or, or, you know, sadness or 
humble or something like that, write them down. And then as you get used to hearing God's voice, you'll hear him. You'll hear sentences. And especially, I mean, the word is the number one place God talks to us, right? Is through the word of God. But ask him questions. And then number three, love one another. Listen to this scripture. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Remember the poor. Be generous with the blessings God has given you. Number four, number five, forgive and forget. Jesus, he forgave us immensely and we are called to do the same. I love this scripture. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ, just as in Christ, God forgave you. And uh, number six, laugh with those who laugh and mourn with those who mourn. Be happy with the people in your lives who are happy, but don't forget those who are hurting. It's so good. Uh, Romans 12, 15, be kind and compassionate to one another. It's so important to do that. Oh, wait, that's the same verse. Sorry. It was Romans 12, 15. Uh, Let me see what that verse says real quick. Because it is important because there's so many people that are sad at Christmas, you guys. Oh, my goodness. And we really need to remember the people around us who are hurting. Invite them to church, you guys. But really remember them. And um, so Romans 12, 15, it says, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. And just remember, remember people who are hurting and um, focus on others. All right, guys. Uh, Philippians 2, verse 14. I, I love this scripture. Philippians 2, verse 14. And it says, Do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. And you know what, guys, we are always happier when we are focusing on others and when we are being kind and when we are doing things without complaining. And the last thing is to ask you, ask Jesus to fill you up with joy. Oh, sorry. It was Philippians 2 verse 4. Look, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interests of others. So those are just some tips. You know, pray for your Christmas. Pray for your family. Pray ahead of time. Start praying now for for the people that are in your life to feel the love of Christ and for you to be his hands and feet and for you to love well. Okay, so that's that's my message for today. Now I want to pray for you, okay? And I want to see what everybody's saying. Okay, so hi, Janine, Allie. Good morning. Prayers for grieving my cousin Stuart's death. Also prayers for love and Christ-centered in extended family. Also struggling with church for Christmas because I love Christmas Eve church, but my husband's family doesn't value it. Oh, it's so hard, Allie. Okay, Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for Allie's heart. Lord, we pray that your will would be done, That and thank you that she's with her husband's family on Christmas Eve, and Lord, I know that you see her. God, could you please make it up to her that she's not being able to go to church on Christmas Eve, or let her go to church. Uh, just figure this whole situation out for her, and help her to remember that with God, all things are possible. And you can fill her up in the morning with her own worship time. She can take a moment and worship you at home or read the word uh, if her her husband's family doesn't want to go to church. And so, Lord, we just ask for you to make a way where there is no way in Jesus' name. Okay. And then Clarissa, hi. Merry Christmas, Clarissa. Hi. Good morning, lovely Cindy. Thank you. Uh, Mary Jo, all my body systems are 
to be working at optimal health and to get down to a healthier weight in peace and sleep sweet. Okay. Jesus, thank you for sweet Mary Jo. Oh, I'm so thankful for her. She's been around the health club community for so long. God, I pray that you would heal her body. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would heal every one of her systems. Jesus, I ask that you would, um, you would heal. Lord, you heal. We ask you for a miracle that you would heal her by your stripes. Mary Jo is healed and we ask for your healing in Jesus name. Uh, I love going to the elders to get prayer whenever I'm not feeling well. Um, Mary Jo, it's really good to do that. Hi, Zemina. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, upcoming road trip. Okay. I pray for Zemina's uh, and anyone else that's traveling here. Upcoming road trip. Lord, I pray for them that they will be safe and that they will have a lot of fun wherever they're going and that your presence would be with them in the car, that the kids would be cooperative. God, I know what that's like to travel with little kids in the car. It's very challenging. And Lord, I pray that the time would go by really fast, but that the family time inside the car and where they're going in their destination would be really sweet in Jesus name. Okay, Tanya, oh, Jesus would be so happy that we were loving those family members that might be hard to love on his birthday. Amen, Tanya. And uh, Jennifer, please pray for healing for me. I've been nauseous past week. Oh, I'm so sorry. Jesus, I do ask for healing for Jennifer and anyone else that needs healing today. God, that you would heal them. That Lord, I pray for Jennifer to uh, get to the doctor, if that would help her, whatever it is that you have for her. God, that we ask you for a complete and total miraculous healing for Jennifer and anyone else that needs healing. And Lord, if you want to use doctors, that you would give her good care and good medicine and lots of energy. Lord, that, that Lord, for all of us this Christmas, from today on, fill us with a quadruple portion of your Holy Spirit. Give us the seven spirits of God, that one Holy Spirit in increasing measure. The spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel, spirit of power and might, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And right now, I want to call on that one aspect of the Holy Spirit, the power and might for each of us, for Jennifer, for each of us, that we would have that spirit of might giving us energy and strength to accomplish everything that you've called us to do this Christmas in Jesus name. Clarissa, please pray. Praise our children's Christmas program at church went great. Praise God. Pray that the family members visiting heard the good news. So, Lord, I do ask for Clarissa and everyone's family members and all everyone that has already had Christmas programs, uh, anyone there that is has not uh, come to know you yet as their Lord and Savior, that they would think about what they've learned and that they would make decisions for you, God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Clarissa. Cindy, I was listening in the shower. Oh, I used to make Jesus a birthday cake. I love that. We did that, too. Oh, you're welcome, Allie. And prayer request for Cindy. I'm struggling mentally and emotionally. Christmas is my favorite time in the past couple of years. Oh, okay. Jesus, I pray for every single woman who is struggling to find joy this Christmas. Lord, we know that you can give us all joy. And I pray for Cindy and I pray for everyone listening today that we would all find joy, that you would heal whatever's broken in our hearts, God, that we would surrender our Christmases to you, that we would surrender our ideals to you, we would give you control. We'd surrender our expectations. And God, that we would release anything to you that is holding us back from experiencing joy and that you would fill us so much with that Holy Spirit and with your joy. And we would surrender to you. Surrender brings joy for each of us. Let us just give you our disappointments and our sadness. And I pray that you would make it up to us. All the things that could might have been done to us or 
decisions that have been made by other people that have hurt us. Lord, I pray that you would make it up to us. You are the, you are the one who uh, brings beauty for our ashes. And so Lord, make it up to us, but Lord, help us to do our part as well and be the repairer of the breach in Jesus name. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, we love you. Thank you guys for being here. Share the video with your friends and uh, we'll, be sure you get the book of the Wise Woman Grows book on Amazon. It's only like $13.99. You're going to love the study. Put the retreat on your calendar, June 11th. We love you. Have a great day. God bless you. Bye-bye.